When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism. And listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, you're going to have to listen to, well, me talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock. I have tried to put off talking about this, and I feel like we've reached a point where we have to do it. We're going to have to do it today, and I'll be honest with you, I am, um, this isn't really, <laughs> I, I just, I don't have a lot of interest in in pop culture. Um, my wife can vouch for this in in the sense of, I guess you would say entertainment. That would be more spe- – I do have an interest in the culture, pop culture. We talk about those things every day. Specifically, I'm talking about uh, entertainment in general, Hollywood specifically. And so I'm going to have to talk about this. I, I just um, – it's it's unavoidable at this point. So we're going we're gonna to talk about this today and um, – by the way, welcome to the program. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. That's the email where you can send your thoughts, questions, feedback, adoration, and praise. Also accepted at that email address. Just make it count. And most of you do. Sometimes, though, sometimes some folks just uh, swing and a miss. But that's okay. I accept all emails at Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. So, let me start off by just saying this this incident with Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith the other night at the the Oscars. Um, I don't watch the Oscars. I don't care about the Oscars. Um, I don't think most people care about this stuff. I don't care about situations where you get a group of people together and they give each other awards. And they give accolades to one another. Now, I'm not saying it's not nice to have someone who you respect say something about your uh, your movie or whatever the heck this stuff's all about. Um, but if you get into the business of entertainment, that's your job. That should be your measuring stick. And you do that when people watch your movies. At least that's what's supposed to happen. 
That's the way it's supposed to work. Now, I'll say to you, I don't think that that's the way that it works today. In fact, I rarely, rarely, rarely go to uh, to the movies. I've never been a big fan of uh, of going to the movies, but whatever. I mean, to each his own. Um, but I, I just have a hard time with some of this stuff. In fact, some of the storylines for movies today, I mean, it, I, I feel like we are one millimeter away from the Roman Colosseum. The things that people find humorous and entertaining, this is none of this is thought-provoking. None of this is something that makes you reflect. This is all about crude, <laughs> crude jokes. Um, the most superficial way of, of looking at things, trying to put the people on the screen that they think uh, have the most visual appeal and all this stuff. I just, I couldn't care less about this. I really couldn't. <laughs> I really couldn't. Um, and on top of that, they're all, or the vast majority of them, at least the outspoken ones, I think that there is a, a, a kind of a silent group of conservatives. And there's some that, some that actually do speak out, but there's others uh, that you hear some other conservatives reference that there's a bigger group of conservative actors and actresses in Hollywood than uh, would meet uh, than it, than it first appears. So, but most of the ones that are outspoken are not just to the left. And and look, I'm not saying they shouldn't have an opinion. In fact, I'm on record. I don't take the opinion that you should, quote, shut up and dribble. I think that that's a lame take on society. It doesn't mean that I have to pay attention. I may not think someone knows what they're talking about. That's another another story. But the beauty of this country is that we all have, we all have the ability to share our thoughts and opinions and to try to shape the political debate, have some degree of input into that, or at least within our sphere of influence, and if we're persuasive enough or what have you, we can begin to have a larger and larger impact. But a lot of this stuff turns into campaign speeches. A lot of this stuff turns into just radical left causes. These folks, they have not a single clue about what happens in middle America, which of course is the core of who's listening to my program today. You are you're what make America work. These folks live in a, I think, a fantasy world. They live, you talk about a group of people that have, uh, what's what's the, the, the term that they use for people who are white now? You have, what do they call it when you have, when you, what is it? Privilege, there we go. That you talk about privilege, which I'm not, look, I'm not out here saying they should, you know, they've, Whatever they've earned the right to have those positions or what have you, um, but you talk about privilege and you talk about being disconnected. To me, this is it. This is the poster child. You could also throw a lot of today's modern athletes into that mix as well, but entertainment is 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 up there at the top. So I just I don't have a lot of interest here. But they've something's happened here and. People are making observations and comments that I just can't ignore. I feel like we have to address them. By the way, this program is never going to turn into the E! News Network or Entertainment Tonight or whatever those shows are. If I had to talk with you each and every day about celebrity gossip, 
Um, I would probably stop this show tomorrow. It's a total waste of time and brain cells and energy. And I think it's absolutely and utterly worthless. Uh, that's my. You can like it. I'm not trying to step on toes. I'm just telling you my take. I don't care about this stuff. And I didn't watch this thing. have no interest in the Oscars. But I will say, if you want to get me interested, if you want to get me interested, go ahead and throw a fight into the agenda. If you want to get me interested, tell me there's going to be a fight on the card instead of just someone up there pontificating about the latest, you know, liberal talking points or some such thing. And I might be interested. In fact, I'd love to see maybe some sort of a UFC meets the Oscars cage match. Now that, that's up my alley. I'd be interested in that. In fact, I got some some fighters. Maybe uh, Kobe Covington would be <laughs> interested in getting in there. Uh, Jorge Masvidal may want to step into the octagon and uh, mix it up a little bit. And I'm I'm sure there's a lot of other UFC folks who'd be down for this, including maybe Dana White, who um, I love, by the way listening to Dana White's uh, press conferences. You might want to get the bleep button ready, <clears throat> but Dana White is, um, of course, head of the UFC there. He is, um, I, I can see him being down for this sort of thing. But what we saw, for those of you that watched this shenanigan, what it was a Sunday night, I guess, um, it wasn't a fight. We saw some guy on stage um, tell what appeared to me to be some sort of a seemingly mild or moderate joke about another actor's wife. And then that actor, Will Smith, of course the guy on stage was Chris Rock. Um, Chris Rock made the joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair, which apparently she has a medical condition and she's very sensitive about this. At first, Will Smith chuckled and it appeared that he you know, caught a glimpse of his wife and she looked annoyed or mad or upset. So then... He did the next, <laughs> I, I guess, I, the next logical thing. I don't want to say it literally, but I guess that's his thought process. So this is a joke. I'm laughing. My wife's upset. I'm going to go smack the guy up on stage. And so that's what happened. He marched right up the middle of that stage and slapped Chris <laughs> slapped him across the face. Now, I know some people, oh, and, then, and then he goes back to his seat. Security, by the way, completely absent. Um, it's almost as though, um, I mean, just, well, I don't want to get into that particular aspect. But he marches back to his seat and then begins to yell obscenities, threatening Chris Rock. Chris Rock kind of adjusts, seems to roll with the punch, no pun intended there, um, relatively well. He got a little bit maybe flustered, but what have you. I have to tell you, my first my first instinct was, is this real? And I'm I'm still not a hundred percent sure that this is a real thing. Let me just say that off the top. I don't know how someone can literally just get up and walk on the stage and not have any any interference from any security whatsoever. I don't understand how that how that happens. Um I just, I don't. Maybe they thought these folks are so sophisticated and so woke that they won't take this path so we don't have to worry about it. That seems like something Hollywood elites would think. But anyway, this is this is what happened. So I have some thoughts on this. I see a lot of people piling on Will Smith and mocking him about his wife, um, who's apparently involved in some 
open marriage and Will Smith. I mean, I've, I've seen reference to these things, but I've never watched interviews, but he's apparently you know, broken down about this in the public eye and so forth. And she's out there doing whatever she's doing. Um, so but people jump on and, and pile on him for this and she's sleeping around with other men or whatever, all that sort of stuff. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I, I think this guy, Will Smith, um, even before last night, to me, given what he's experienced and how he's responded to it, I think he's seriously and obviously has some sort of some sort of issues. And that is not meant to imply that he's excused for what he did, but I'm just observing that this, to me, appears to be someone who's a completely, I think, a completely broken man. And candidly, if that was the relationship that any of us, I would think, found ourselves in, of course, some of you would say I wouldn't find myself in that, and I, I respect and understand that. I'm just saying if that were to happen, I think... I think uh, being completely broken and just, I mean, ashamed and everything else would certainly be the way that would describe um, how we would feel about that particular circumstance. I'm not, again, excusing any of the other stuff. I'm just painting a picture as I see it, as I see it from this serious, uh, this incident at the Oscars on on Sunday night. I also... (laughs) I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Let me let me say that. Some people some people immediately get to, I don't know, virtue signaling and defending one person over the other. I'm I don't have any interest in, in that. I don't I mean, Chris Rock told a joke about a guy's wife and in some degree uh, in some I guess aspects of doing those sorts of things, you're taking a risk that, <laughs> that someone's going to do that. Now, I would also say that this is the venue. This is this is kind of how it goes. Um, no one in that room should expect to be completely off limits from from jokes. And I think we have, as a culture, lost our ability to take a joke. You should expect that when attending an event like the Oscars. And besides that, you just can't walk up. I guess you can because he did walk up and smack someone across the face for all the world to see. So one more thing before we take a break and we'll continue here kind of breaking this down because I really want to get to what Howard Stern said. So I have to go through this part of the process to just kind of paint the picture, lead up to to what Howard Stern said, you know, some general observations at first and then we'll we're going to talk about what he said and just how wrong his assessment was, which of course is not shouldn't be too shocking or surprising. But I think that, and this may upset some people, I don't know, but when you look out at the Hollywood audience, that's who's out in that, in that crowd, these, I think, are some of the most emotionally fragile and narcissistic people in our culture today. And again, I find myself wondering, does the security personnel, the people who are in charge of keeping the folks safe there, not either realize that and not have the foresight to see these sorts of things. Um, and it's it's also why I have a little trouble. And I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying I have I have my doubts that this is an authentic thing, including um, the, the smack or the punch or whatever. I, I don't know. But it seems to me, it seems to me that some of this stuff doesn't add up. In fact, it felt a little bit, 
again, to me, as someone who doesn't watch this stuff as an outsider, it felt a little bit more WWE-ish than it did UFC-ish to me. But again, that's that's my take um, on the particular incident. And again, I'm not outright saying it was fake. I'm just... I'm not completely ready to accept that this wasn't staged to some degree. I mean, folks, this this has become less and less relevant in our culture over the years. I mean, we've got lots of reasons for that. But I think one of the reasons is because these folks are so woke and disconnected from the average person that we don't even care. We don't care. We don't care anymore. Um, so it wouldn't be wrong to think that maybe there was a discussion at some point, how do we get people to watch? And this could have been, again, I'm not claiming, I'm just saying the cynic in my mind says, is that even really 100% demonstrable that 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 was a, a real event that happened there? It just felt bizarre and strange to me. But then again, it was Hollywood, so that's usually how I feel after wading into that world anyway. So, Timeout is in order, and I want, when we get back, I want to talk about Howard Stern. It's something that we rarely, rarely do on here, but he's really off base with his analysis, and I want to talk about that because I do think it's important. I mean, you know, when people people, people have followed this, this narrative of, you know, Will Smith walking up and smacking Chris Rock, people have done that, um, and it's it's the, you know... Like I said off the top, I feel like I have to talk about this. The part that we're about to get to, I want to talk about. This other part, I kind of feel like I just had to to set the stage. (laughs) Just being candid with you. So that being said, this is an opportunity, I think, to engage on things that have been said that need to be better understood in our culture, in today's body uh, politic or in in the political arena that we find ourselves in. So we'll get to that. Howard Stern's comments in due course. Quick time out, my friends. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. 
And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back, my friends. Oz wants me to change the subject. I told her, though, I, I have to get to this other part of this. I don't like this stuff, this e-news stuff. And yes, he was sitting in the front row, too. I should have mentioned that. That's a little convenient. I don't know. I You try not to be cynical, but you also think I <laughs> I have to look at what I'm, you know, what I'm being tried to be, what they're trying to sell me on here, and I'm just a little skeptical. Not outright saying it's fake. I just... I'm very skeptical about this. Anyway, so we'll get to Howard Stern in a minute. But there is another take I want to I want to address. There's a, there's an element of people out there who think that hey man, this is necessary. I got to protect my wife's name. You know, I'm this is emasculating on the the world stage. Um, and and I'm going to say I'm going to be the first in line to tell you that America is being and has been American men have been or have allowed themselves to be emasculated to some degree. Our society, I mean, you got terms like toxic masculinity and all this sort of stuff. Masculinity is not toxic. What's toxic are things that aren't the way that they're supposed to be. But that's beside the point. I, you know, to to, to think in today's world, the only alternative to protect your manhood and your wife's name is to do something... Um, is to do what he did is to me a, an overly simplistic view of options and and what is logically uh, available at the moment. In fact, we all have to understand. We, I mean, especially if you're in that world, we should have a little bit thicker skin. I mean, I recently, I was recently on Twitter um, accused of a, of defending rapists because I said something about how much. I don't know how much tamer the Senate hearing was for Brett Cav or for um, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson than it was for Brett Kavanaugh, and that, of course, to the liberal, radical leftist logic, means I'm defending rapists, which of course is completely absurd and ridiculous. But that just it just comes with the territory. I just, I mean, I don't really put much stock in it. In fact, as I was thinking about the show, I think real masculinity would say. Am I fragile and insecure enough to where that is my only option to resort to when someone has does something ridiculous or silly? Again, a joke. I mean, a joke. And it, I again, I know she might be sensitive about this, but it's just it's just a joke, man. I mean, that, that to me is what we've maybe lost the ability to to do is to laugh at laugh at ourselves and just to not take it all. I don't know, so so seriously. But then again, we're dealing with Hollywood narcissists here. It reminds me <laughs> reminds me of something. I'm going to tell a quick story. True story. This is about 20 years ago. I was still in college. Our high school team had advanced to I, the basketball team. It was maybe, I think maybe regionals in basketball. And I went. I was still, you know, knew some of the guys on the team or whatever. And I went to watch. I think it was regionals. Anyway, um, I look over and there's a group of literally like a hundred people 
a big circle. And in the middle is a guy. I'm not going to say his name. His first name is Mike. Mike is in the middle of this circle. Mike is probably like 6'1", a buck 50. And he's standing nose to nose with this guy that's about 6'5", 275, let's say. And so I see this incident going on over there. Now, again, I I point this out. I was thinking about this because some people think the only option is to like, you know, just get get after it and beat the guy up. So I'm thinking about this option because I remember this literally happened. So I walk over there by myself. I cut in through the crowd, weave my way to the front, and I step between these two guys. Now I'm not I'm not very tall. I'm well, in my head I'm six five, but in reality I'm five nine. So I step between them, and this kid was big. I'm telling you, not Mike. I look at Mike and I said, Mike, what are you doing? And Mike's now he's like puffing his chest out and kind of, yeah, this guy's running his mouth. And I just kind of look at him like, are you, are you an idiot? You're about to get squashed like a gnat. And so I turn to the other kid and he's a big dude. And I look at him and I say, I said, man, you're a big guy. I said, you look like a football player. And he says, I, I said, he said, I, I am. And I said, I said, are you going to play in college? And he said, yeah, I'm going to play at Purdue. That's what he said to me, whether it was true or not, don't know. He said, I'm going to play at Purdue next year. And I said, not if you do stupid stuff like this. And he literally, I, I'm just, he just like dropped his shoulders, turned around and walked away. And then Mike, of course, <laughs> Mike, of course, thought he had won the fight. And after all the dust had settled, I told Mike, I said, hey, man, like next time you're on your own, you were about to get thumped. Of course, he could pound his chest at that point because the threat was over. But my point is there's, there's other alternatives here besides thinking that that's that that's the only option i just i don't get that as someone who you know i mean i've 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 trained with some people that have fought in mma i I never did that but i mean i'm not i played college football i mean (laughs) you know there's there's some things that happen on the field that i mean it gets a little physical and intense there are probably some fights that broke out out there i'm not going to go into all that so i'm not I'm just saying that that's not the only alternative, and it's not some sort of, I don't know, just badge of honor to say I walked up on stage and did that. It's just, I don't know. So what did Howard Stern say? I can't, I'm going to have to read it to you because I don't have enough bleep buttons, you know, when we're dealing with Howard Stern. I don't have enough bleep buttons for it to make a whole lot of sense. So I'm going to read some of what he said, but effectively... Effectively, his takeaway, his take, I guess I should say, on this is that Will Smith and Donald Trump are the same guy. And I want to go through this in more detail. I want to tell you just how wrong he is and really who Will Smith, in my opinion, if you want to make an analogy and say Will Smith is someone in the political arena, I'm going to tell you who it really is after the break, my friend. So sit tight, continue this discussion after this brief timeout, you're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in mere moments. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals 
don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Come back, my friends. So let's. I'm going to read the part of the transcript here from Howard Stern, um, who yesterday said in his comments pertaining to Will Smith and Chris Rock, he said that, quote, Will Smith and Trump are the same guys. Now, he didn't, or said the same guy. He did not. Um, expound upon that. He did not tell us what it was that made them the same guy, but he went on to say that what you saw on TV was a guy who's got real issues. You certainly, excuse me, you don't hit people over speech, certainly not at the Academy Awards. Um, and Will Smith's got to contain himself. That's what he says. Here's Hollywood that's so outraged by every little thing. Not one person got up and said, hold on, we got an out-of-control situation here. He talked about the, I mean, you know, the security, which seems an obvious question to me as well, which leads me to further ask the question, is this thing real? But, so he says Trump and Will Smith are the same guy. I think he's got this, has an incredibly bad take here. You know who, if you want to make a comparison, and I, I'm hesitant to do this because I I really don't want to come down too hard on, on Will Smith here. I really I'm not defending what he did. Do not misunderstand me. What he did was completely inexcusable, but I think the guy has legitimate a lot going on there. And and some it's understandable the the struggles he has. What's not understandable is, of course, in my mind, the actions that he took Sunday night. So with that being said, this is not to heap on to Will Smith here. I, if you want to make an analogy here, Will Smith, my friends, was actually the government. You see, you got everyone sitting around watching the government march right up into the face of another citizen and literally smack him or her 
across the face, then go back, go back about their business, sit down, and then later be honored because Will Smith won an Oscar last night. Later be honored at this make-believe little event. And I'll be candid, we're not even Chris Rock because, well, assuming Chris Rock would be the, the, the citizen in the analogy, that's not even a fair analogy for us because we didn't do anything that's even somewhat mildly offensive as Chris Rock did. We're just trying to live our lives. I think maybe a better analogy would be imagining if Will Smith had walked up to some other actor that was sitting out in the audience and smacked him or her or maybe a caterer at the event, maybe a cameraman or a camerawoman. That, to me, would be even a better analogy. But the government is the one who's acting out of control. If we want to talk about analogies here, political analogies, let's make that abundantly clear. And while we're at it, I want to talk, I want to talk about what it, we've done this before, but I think this is a good time to explain what it is or what it was, I still say is, but what it was originally and what it is today that's attracted so many Americans to people like Donald Trump and now Ron DeSantis, who, by the way, signed the piece of legislation that is being erroneously and inaccurately called the uh, don't say gay bill or some silly nonsense, which, of course, is nothing what that bill is about, but that's what they want you to think it's about, the radical left in the media. But let, let me just let me just remind people or frame this properly why people are attracted to candidates like this. The reason is because they stood up to the aggressor. They stood up to the bully, if you prefer that. Too many people think that what made Trump successful was simply because he was brash and bold, or he is brash and bold. But that's not exactly right. That's missing it. That's missing, I think, the main driver of this. It resonates with people because he's brash and bold against those people who have lied and cheated and stolen and played the American people against themselves, against one another. That's what it is that attracts people to Trump. That's what it is that attracts people to Ron DeSantis. And to say that Trump is Will Smith in this analogy, just some unhinged person who goes up and smacks somebody with, <laughs> I think, very little provocation, that totally misses the mark on what it was about the Donald J. Trump, what it is, I would maintain still, about the Donald J. Trump phenomenon. As I've said on this program numerous times, Republicans, conservative voters in particular, which make up a huge portion of this country, in fact, you know, folks, we're told that this is a 50-50 country, basically, right? We're told that the moderates are, you know, you got the conservatives, you got the radical left, the liberals, and then you got the moderates who tip the scales a couple percentage points here and there that make this country, or that, that determine the, the outcome of elections and what this, what direction this country, this country takes. But I, I really believe that that's not where we are. I think, I think that the voice of the radical left is being magnified by social media, by the traditional media. I think big tech helps that. As I travel the country, I, I have a hard time, and I engage as many people as I can just in common everyday 
conversation. I have a hard time. In fact, I would tell you I haven't found a single soul who, I'm not saying that I've never seen someone that's voted for Biden. Do not misunderstand. But I haven't found a single soul who is happy with what's going on, who would tell me that this is what they voted for, who thinks that this is exactly what America needs. I've not found a single person. Single, I've not found a single person that even proudly tells me, you know, I voted for Biden and this is, you know, this is just, I guess, part of the process or whatever. And so Trump's success, they, I think they both cannot understand and deliberately don't want to understand, but conservatives in this country have been upset at Republicans for two reasons. One, they're not conservative enough. They don't do what they say they're going to do, which is it's closely related to number two. Number two is they're big wimps. So we have the two reasons why people and conservatives and Republicans are often uh, disheartened with their representatives and people that they get a vote for sometimes preferring maybe the lesser of two evils, not someone who they really have faith in. And so this guy comes along, and now there's another guy. There's another guy, Ron DeSantis. And there's others that try to mimic, but a lot of them are mimicking the action. They're not mimicking the real motivating drive. They can't capture that. They don't – the real motivation there was to to stand up and to stop, to stop this mess, the swamp in D.C., right? Drain the swamp was a real thing. That was a real part of the... I mean, that, in some people's minds, became the slogan there uh, before the before the election in 2016. Drain the swamp, the deep state, dealing with this bureaucratic, out-of-control government. By the way, Biden's trying to propose a, what, $5.3 trillion budget? <laughs> Just astronomically off the charts, Tax increases on the wealthiest Americans. Did you see also 57% of Americans did not pay any income tax in 2021? Any federal income tax in 2021? Um, these, are, these are real problems. Got lots of thoughts about that as well. I only bring that up to say this is the direction that the politicians have taken us. And it's putting more of the burden on fewer of the people, the producers, um, people who are, you know, business owners or wealthy job creators, and this this sort of thing upsets people, especially when they see people abusing the system or trying to manipulate the system, get something else for free. And yes, I say for free. Some people act like there's no such thing. Of course, there's no such thing as free. But there is a thing that says someone else paying for what you want. That is effectively free for you. Uh, forced someone else to pay for what you desire. That's, I mean, that's, to me, everything that's wrong. <laughs> a lot of what's wrong with, with government today. But to say that Donald Trump is the same as Will Smith, I think, is a kindergarten analysis. The real offender in America today is our big, bloated, out-of-control federal government that's infringing upon Every aspect of our lives. And if anyone needs a metaphorical slap across the face, note I said metaphorical, it's those who represent that government the very next moment they find themselves on the ballot, my friends. Got to take a time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. 
When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable My Pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back, my friends. So, I want to get this in really quickly. Just have a few remaining moments. I'm done talking. Done talking about Hollywood. Um, but I want to share this exchange. This is Peter Ducey of Fox News questioning President Joe Biden about all of the things that his administration has had to walk back here in the recent Days, which we went through this this yesterday. I'm not going to rehash it out, but effectively, this has to. I mean, the three are uh, the poten- uh, potential of using chemical weapons. The United States responding in kind, he said, if uh, Russia uses chemical weapons in Ukraine. The telling the U.S. troops that they're going to see Ukraine quickly. And yes, he was referencing Ukraine. We played the whole clip to give you context yesterday. And what was the other one? The other one was uh, drawing a blank on the third one. He, Peter Ducey goes through this is the point here. And you can listen to this and listen to Biden's response. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just crazy. Here it is. That other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back. What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple days, Yes. Uh, it sounded like he told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. Yes. It sounded like he said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded yes. like you were calling for regime there you go. change, regime change in Russia. And we know... None of the three occurred. 
None of them None occurred. Of None of the three, Mr. President. You, you interpret the language that way. I was talking to the troops. We were talking about helping train the troops in that are not the, true. The you talked about troops that are women, in Poland. You'll see That's women standing in front of I tanks. Sat with those guys for a couple hours. That's what we talked about. No. So when you said you're going to see when you're there, you were not intending. To I was say referring this. to with meeting with and talking with the uh, Ukrainian troops who are in Poland. And when you said this a chemical weapon Russia's going to invade by Russia would trigger a response in kind. It will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? In kind. I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? You got to be silly. The world wants to know. The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> actually when he speaks, Russia doesn't know the response because his administration comes out the next day and tells the world that he didn't really mean what he said, which of course leads many to ask, who's really calling the shots here? Because if the president says something and then his staff comes out the next day, his spokespeople, the Jinsakis of the world, and say, and they say, no, 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 that's not really what the president meant. If the president can't tell us what he meant, and then if the administration is constantly telling us he meant something other than what he said, how are we supposed to know any? I, folks, this is a train wreck, a disaster. He won't even acknowledge. It's It's blatantly obvious that this communication is an absolute debacle and a mess, but they won't even own, own up to it, which is not surprising, of course. I'm just I'm just sharing since we talked about it yesterday. Quick time out back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable My Pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. my friends lots of stuff that we got into today um 
again, I think Oz preferred that we didn't get into the stuff with um, Chris Rock and, and Will Smith. I don't know. I'm not sure I wanted to even talk about it either. But I do think it's important if they're going to start bringing a political analogy into this, I start to, I don't know, my I, I kind of begin to lick my chops over this because I feel like, you know, that they, the Howard Stearns of the world, they, the radical left, they, the media, they either some combination of don't know what they're talking about, know what they're talking about, but don't want you to know the truth, um, refuse to change their narrative, refuse to accept truth. And so we're here to combat that. So that's why, that's why I wanted to do that today. And um, again, Howard Stern could not have been more wrong in comparing Will Smith with Donald Trump. If anybody is the aggressor here in our society today, it is our government. And I've got to go, folks. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.